All right, if I could have everybody take your seats. Uriah just asked to use my microphone so he could say good morning to everybody. So if you missed Uriah on the meet and greet, make sure you say good morning, and then we can accomplish that dream already. Uh, as I said, welcome to Home Church. We have some announcements before we get started with our service today. Uh, men's breakfast is September 30th at the Black Bear Diner. We meet at 8 a.m. You can RSVP with Ron Sherwood so that he can give an accurate count to the restaurant. Ron, raise your hand. That's Ron. Go, say go see him if you are a man who loves breakfast and wants to eat at 8 a.m. Life groups are starting up the week of the yeah, September 25th. Yeah. I'm glad there's this much excitement because I hope there's a lot of signatures at the end of the day because the signups are now available at the welcome counter. So each group has its own list with the address, the day, and the time that it's meeting. Go find the one that uh, works best for you and sign on up. We are very excited to be able to restart this ministry. Speaking of ministry, starting up again, preteen and youth group. That's right. We're going to have a barbecue on September 28th with our normal meeting time, 6.30 to 8. Uh, and we're going to do that right here at the church. And we will be restarting up our uh, preteen and youth group weekly meetings. So we are pumped for that. And last but certainly not least, September 22nd and 23rd, There's No Place Like Home Women's Retreat will be held here at Home Church. That's right. Clap for that. Uh, so Friday is 7 to 9. Saturday is 10 to 3. The price is $50 per lady. And the guest speaker is Lori Coombs, who is a local speaker and also the author of Letters from My Father's Murder. Saturday's lunch is provided by Pastor Carlos. Yeah, I knew that would get more claps. It always does. And uh, we do have a translation available in Spanish, so we are very excited to be offering that as well. You can sign up in the foyer, but you have to sign up today. So it is your last opportunity. Go out there, sign up, and uh, let's get this show on the road. Yes? Yes. Yes. Thank you very much, Matt. Is your beautiful wife here? Amanda, I need you. It's your birthday, or was, and I'd like to give you a beautiful car. <laughs> Where is she? Well, can you take it for her? <laughs> it's like that two become one thing, right? You should know where she is. <laughs> well, anyways, please let her know we love her and give her this for us. She's probably out doing some ministry work or something. So if you see Amanda, tell her happy birthday. All right, and if I could have everybody stand up, we are going to go into our time of singing worship, of giving, of our tithes and offerings. And we are so excited to be able to worship here with you guys today. Um, as we go into this, I want to have everybody just bow their heads as we enter our time of prayer. Father, we are so, so thankful that you are who you are. We are so thankful that you are blessing us, that you continue to move in this church, and that you have gifted us with not only salvation and the grace from your son, but also the ability to give, to work with you, to move in ministries in your name. And we just want to take this time as we enter into worship with you to take a moment and say thank you, to move together as a congregation, and we say all of this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Go ahead and worship the Lord this morning with your tithes and offerings as we get ready to sing and worship his name. Who's ready to worship Jesus? Amen. Learning to lean, I'm learning to lean, learning to lean on Jesus, finding more power than I ever dreamed. I'm learning to lean on Jesus. 
I love worshiping Jesus. Amen. I don't need to be in a concert worshiping God. I don't need to be with thousands of people. I could be with two people, three people worshiping the Savior. Amen. Hallelujah. If you're watching online, we want to say uh, thank you for being here with us here at Home Church. Worship with us. We got a lot of people right now who are ill, sick in body. And uh, if you know someone, just lift your hand who needs Jesus, who needs a prayer this morning. Amen. If you're watching with us, uh, church family, uh, you're with us here in spirit. And we so appreciate your faithfulness. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Worship with us. over every enemy Jesus for my family I speak the holy name of Jesus Jesus from the mountains Jesus in the street Jesus in the darkness over every enemy
all of his children. Lord, we just bless your name today. We're grateful to be here with you. Lord, will your presence be here today as we listen to the sermon, God, as we learn about you. I just ask, God, that you would bless all of your children who are here today to hear your word, and that you would draw near to us, that we would prepare, prepare our hearts, God, that we would have repentance where we need repentance, that we would draw near to you and that we would know that your love is there waiting for us, and that your forgiveness is there waiting for us. Amen. Señor, gracias. Una mañana maravillosa. Somos muy bendecidos y muy privilegiados porque nos has llamado hijos tuyos, Señor. Hemos escuchado tu voz, Señor. Tu voz es poder, tu voz es vida. Hemos escuchado que somos hijos, Señor. Esta mañana estamos con nuestro corazón, nuestra mente y nuestros oídos espirituales, Señor, para escuchar tu voz, para escucharte, Señor, porque tú nos hablas, siempre nos has hablado. Nosotros tenemos que poner nuestros oídos espirituales para poder escucharte. Gracias, Señor, porque esta mañana nuestro pastor tiene un mensaje, un mensaje que nos ayuda, que nos fortalece, porque a través de él estás mandando el poder de tu palabra, la vida que hay en tu palabra, Señor. Bendice nuestra congregación, bendice a nuestro pastor. En el nombre de Jesús oramos. Amén. Amén. Give the Lord a clap offering this morning. Amén. Thank you, Lord. Your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name is love. Break every stronghold, shine through the shadows, burn like a fire. Your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name. morning thank you thank you singers and musicians we so appreciate you this morning can we give our musicians and singers a hand amen thank you so very much amen hallelujah we're gonna we're gonna read a scripture right now brother in the back we're gonna go to John chapter 10 and you know what while we read the word we're gonna stand while we read the word can somebody say amen the other day I saw we were at the air races and everybody stood for the flag and I thought you know what we can stand for the word this morning amen amen and if I can stand for the flag and sit down for the word, well, Lord have mercy on my soul. 
Can somebody say amen? amen? John chapter 10, it says right here, Most assuredly I say to you, he who does not enter the shepherd by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. He's talking about Satan right there. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep, what's that say? Hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep, and the sheep, and the sheep, for they know his voice. And we're going to go to verse 16. Verse 16, you can just read up along with me. And the other sheep, whoa, and the other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice. Somebody in this place should be giving God a shout right there. And there will be one flock and one shepherd. My sheep hear my voice. Verse 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. I caught um, somebody text me and said, Pastor, somebody's here, and I can't, I can't see far back sometimes because of the the lighting and so I so appreciate when you see when you sit up closer um, it does help me out I appreciate it but um, I overheard now again if I'm wrong Lord have mercy on my soul I believe she does watch online though so I'm hoping but it, but again just in case I heard Linda Wilson's here this morning okay praise the Lord amen amen and uh, I believe I, I believe um, our brother uh, uh, Jim Lathrop is um, recovering from COVID, but I think, he's, I think he's out of the woods. Can we give God praise for that? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, I want to start with a little story I came across. It says, a, a pastor was saying farewell. Um, a pastor was leaving his area and was saying farewell to the church. Um, him and his family uh, packed up their bags, and before they hit the doors for the last time, he shook the hand of an elderly lady, as she walked out, she said, your successor will not be as good as you. Nonsense, the pastor said in a flattered tone, very excited about what she said. No, really, said the old lady. I've been here under five different ministers, and each one has been worse than the last. <laughs> so when I, when I, when I saw that, I thought to myself, I said, um, one, I, I see where he's, I see, <laughs> in a, you ever been in, got an encouraging word, but then realize it wasn't an encouraging word? You know, it's, uh, I pray this morning that this word here, no matter if it's a correction, discipline, how many know you can never go wrong with the word of God? It's always an encouraging word. Amen. Amen. It's always an encouraging word. Um, so this morning is fall preparation uh, part three this morning. And um, who's preparing for fall? Who's getting ready for the fall time? That coziness, the, the colors change. Um, you got the oranges and the reds and the little bit of greens. It's, it's a beautiful time to get your coffee and your Bible. Coffee and your Bible, your tea and your Bible, your, I don't know, soda and your Bible. I'm trying to make it, you know, cozy. Get your Bible. Open it and read. Amen? Amen. Um, we talked about of, uh, we make time for what is important to us. Um, so if, if golfing is important to me, no matter my schedule, no matter how busy I am, I could tell people, oh, I'm busy, this and that, but I will make time for golfing if golfing is important to me. If video games is important to you, you will make time for video games. If you don't believe me, talk to a kid who is addicted with video games. They got a lot of homework. They're busy with a lot of stuff they should be doing, but they make time for what is important to them. Can somebody say amen? So if you want to talk with God, we talked, we talked about setting up an appointment. Who has been setting up an appointment with the Lord? Amen. You set a point. If you want to talk to someone, you set up an appointment to talk with them. Now, I can yell at you across the room. I can say, hey, 
can we have a conversation right now? I need, I need to ask you a question. We can do that, but if you really want to talk with someone, you set up an appointment and you meet somewhere and you talk. And so we talked about setting up an appointment with God. We talked about be still in worship. So in life, to, to take some time to breathe, to be still and worship God. We found out when, in, in, in God's word, when people worship, chains broke, walls came down. God does things in our lives when we worship him. Amen? Um, we talked about pray and reading your word, praying and reading your Bible. And then when you pray and read, listen and write. Listen to God and write down what he's saying to you. Number five, we talked about making it a priority. Um, and so I want to start off going into my next point here. But I'll start off by saying one of the number one questions pastors get asked is how can I hear from God? And sometimes people don't even ask, but they, they wonder how can I hear from God? Or the number two question is how do I know it's God speaking to me? How do I know this is God? How do I know I didn't eat too much pizza last night? How do I know this is really God? You ever ask yourself that? You got, a, you got, a, you got an important decision to make. You're going, God, speak to me. What do we do here? Do I homeschool my kids? Do I not homeschool my kids? Can somebody say amen? Uh, what, what do I do in this situation right now? What, Lord, speak to me. And then you, then you hear God and you're going, Lord, is that you? Or is that the devil? Is that me? You ever thought that? Or am I the only one? Okay. Thank you, brother, for your honesty. It's me and you this morning. <laughs> Amen. And I think to myself, you know, th there are people in life who don't go to church, who don't believe in God, who, who uh, uh, they, they face the same things we face. Right? The only difference is, is we can go to God in prayer. Amen. Amen. We can go to God in prayer. And um, they can also, but... We already talked about, and we already read, where when people go to God, unless it's repentance, God don't hear their prayers because they're in sin. Unless they come to repentance and ask God to forgive them, he will hear their voice. Can somebody say amen? amen. And so he, we can go to prayer. We can go to God. And I thank God for that. But there's another part of prayer. And that part is hearing God. It's not just speaking. It's not just, it's not just saying something, but it's it's hearing the voice of God. And this scripture that we just read, I want to read again. It brings much hope to my spirit, to my soul, that God can speak and I can hear. John chapter 10, it says, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the shepherd fold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Verse 16, and other sheep, this right here, church, other sheep. We, unless you're Jewish in this place, he's talking about the Gentiles right here. So Matt, I'm sorry. I, you're, he's not talking about you. All right. Uh, you might be a quarter, but and other sheep I have, which are not of this fold. That's me and you. That's the Gentiles. He's already looking out for us right there. He's speaking to the Jews and he's talking about me and you right here and other sheep I have, which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring and they will hear my and there will be one flock and one shepherd. Verse 27, my sheep hear my And I know them and they follow me. Wow. So point number six, it's in you. It's natural. It's built inside of us. It's instinct to hear God's voice. Why would God create us with the ability to speak, to communicate, 
and not communicate with us. I say that because I just heard the other day again, somebody say, well, God doesn't speak anymore. God gave me a revelation, and they said, well, that's, hey, hold on there. What do you mean? God doesn't, you got to be very careful saying that. He just, I'm going, wait a second. I got, I got, because there was a newer convert, and it wasn't here, okay, but there was somebody else who was newer in the faith, and something inside of me rose up. It's like I wanted to use a Christian cuss word, and so I did. I said, that's baloney. <laughs> a Christian cuss word. I said, that's baloney, and, and, and I said, balagna, that's in the Greek. Balagna. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> sorry, I just... Uh, it's in us. It's in humans. It's, it's in us for him to speak to us and for us to speak with him. He says, my sheep hear my voice. And so the only requirement to hear God's voice is to be his sheep. That's right. Number seven. So, so again, teenager, I don't care if you're 13 years old, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Well, I'm not hearing God. Well, are you his sheep? Are you a part of the fold? Because if you're not, you ain't going to hear them. But he says, my sheep hear my voice. Amen? Amen. 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 Number seven, you learn. It's a learning process. You learn. Somebody say learn. 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 You, you might be asking, why do I have to learn how to hear from God? Well, you have to, you have to learn how to pray, right? You have to learn how to communicate. Um, when we were born, we didn't just start off by speaking full sentences. Well, maybe some of you did, but I didn't. I started off by, my first word from what my parents say was hot. I learned the hard way. <laughs> hot. And, and mama, dada, goo goo gaga. I'm not sure if I said goo goo gaga, but uh, um, uh, mine. Some of you, you're honest. You, you said mine a lot. If you're honest, mine. No, yes, okay, we got more honesty here this morning. Amen. Some of you still saying no. <laughs> Amen. You know, speaking of uh, learning to hear from God, even sometimes our children need to learn how to hear and listen. I thought at least one parent would say amen, but it's okay. Because it will help them in life when they get a job. And they're working as a courtesy clerk. Like, I was a courtesy clerk at Rayleigh's, and I'm working, and I'm, you know, they, they asked me, that, you know, I'm 15 years old, and some of the workers said, hey, go down aisle seven and go, uh, you, every night we got to go shake the, the dressing. We got to what? Go shake the dressings. So I go down aisle seven, okay, and I'm shaking all the dressings. The boss comes and said, Carlos, what are you doing? I'm just shaking the dressings. Oh, they got, no, we don't shake the dressings. You don't need to shake the dressings. Just go ahead and go back. Oh, he says, yeah, unless I tell you. Unless I tell you. I said, okay. So it was a learning experience for me to, to, to not just listen to it, but, but to, to learn how to hear the boss's voice. And unless the boss tells me, I ain't going to do it. And so I went to go back to bag a few weeks later. They said, hey, Carlos, why don't you go and clean the bathrooms? I said, Mark didn't save me to go clean the bathrooms. Oh, no, but we got to go clean the bathrooms. I said, unless Mark tells me, I ain't going to do it. We got to learn how to listen. Some people don't know how to listen. They do what they want to do. They do what they feel, what, they, what somebody else told them to do when God didn't tell them to do it. When your boss didn't tell you to do it, you're just doing your own thing. Be very careful. So we got to learn how to listen. While we pray, we, prayer is an exchange. How many know prayer is an exchange? We, um, we pray to give God our burdens. Amen. We, we pray, we give God our burdens. Who prayed this week? Don't lie to me. Be honest. Okay? Don't have to raise your hand. I so appreciate someone's honesty. I, I so appreciate, I saw somebody, not going to, you know, I, I don't even want to, but I, I saw him. I, man, it's so good to see you. I said, man, hope you've been watching online. Haven't seen him at church for over a year and a half. And no, we haven't been watching online. I appreciate your honesty, but my gosh, you got to wonder where they're at spiritually. Don't even watch me. Watch somebody. But I hope that somebody's your pastor. I hope you have accountability in your life. I hope somebody can speak into your life. I hope you're not so prideful that someone, maybe a little younger than you, maybe a lot younger than you, can speak into your life. But can we be honest this morning? Have we prayed this week? Have we read, read our word this week? And when we pray, we exchange with God. And if we pray and we're still burdened, we haven't prayed. We just griped. 
But when you pray, yeah, you can gripe, you can complain. God, this stinks. But God, I worship you. I thank you for coming into my life, for dying on the cross for my sins. And I might not get this bonus. I might not get this raise. I might not. Matter of fact, I might get a, I might get set back. But no matter what happens, Lord, you can take it all because it all belongs to you. God, I worship you. And when you get done praying, you release it, you give it to God because he takes your burden. It's still there. The problem's still there. But you're no longer holding on to it. God, take this from me. That's prayer. So if you prayed and you still ticketh off, that's the, I'll say pisseth off. That's the King James Version. If you're still upset, you need to go back to prayer. I want to encourage you to read the scripture. Write it down. What you read, write it down, and you will find out when you read something, when you're reading something, it might not make too much sense, but you're reading it, and you say, wow, okay, this is what I get, and you, you write down what you read, you'll find out later that week, that month, you will actually retain it more, and you'll find that you, what you wrote down, you actually needed for the day. It's a beautiful thing. God's word is alive. Amen. So it's in you. You learn. Number eight, you mature. Someone say mature. Mature. Um, it's a maturing process. I want to go back to the illustration of a child. How many know children sometimes say things, uh, they say whatever's on their mind? You could be someone somewhere and uh, they, just, they, there's, they just speak. I was in the grocery store with um, Arabella when she was five. She was little. Arabella was in the cart. And the grocery, it was pretty late at night and it, the store was busy. I don't know about you, but those lines seem a lot longer these days. Can somebody say amen? Unless you're one of those that were online and have it dropped off at your house and all bougie and everything, you know, and all fancy. I still go to the grocery store. I'm still one of those ones that still write with checks, you know, holding up the line. <laughs> I'm old school. I still got my sermons on paper. So many pastors, they, what, you, they got their laptops and tablets and, you know, their, their tea and everything. I mean, I at least they got the tea, but... I still got my scriptures on here, okay? I'm old school. Anyway, so what I'm trying to say is, we're at the store, and Arabella's there. It's quiet. There's a lot of people. And she says, Dad. And she's looking at this person. She said, is that a, is that a man or a woman? <laughs> uh, well, Arabella, bless her heart. She just wasn't, at the time, wasn't, you know, she, she just spoke. Not mature, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and uh, th there's ways to be mature, you know, like when I was talking about hearing, okay, learning how to hear and be mature and knowing to listen and, um, or like, how old is grandma? <laughs> grandma, how old are you? We don't ask grandma how old she is. <laughs> Grandma's still young, which is true. My grandma still looked young, but we will never know how old <laughs> grandma is. We heard stories. We know that she hung around with T-Rex. <laughs> but we, we will never know how old Grandma is. Amen? Amen. <laughs> I was talking to a pastor. I love our church. We got people here who are 80 years old, like Pastor Barb, still with a young heart. I love it. I had some pastor that tell me the other day, and I'm just gonna be, I'll just be real with you guys. I'll be not trying to, trying to get me to go to another church. Younger, more vibrant. You know what? I love my church. I'll take the 13-year-olds and the 90-year-olds. I don't need to go some that. We, we are a young, vibrant church. Amen? Hallelujah. Stick it in the devil's face. I had to say, get behind me, Satan. There's some immature ways to hear from God. I've heard people say, um, I heard from God. I said, really, what'd you do? Well, I just opened up the book and I put my finger right there and God spoke to me. Now, again, I'm not, I've done that, okay? But that's a, again, there are more mature ways to hear from God than just to open the book and to point. There's a true story about a man who just opened the book. His business was failing. 
his business was going under, and he opened up the Bible, and he puts his finger, he opens his eyes, and there was chapter 11. <laughs> True story. Thank God he didn't hear, he didn't listen, because his business will be thriving today. So you got to be careful with the point and hope philosophy. Can somebody say amen? Um, now again, not to say that doesn't work, you know, it's, I've even heard people say uh, there's a verse for every person, a life verse. Um, and the way you find uh, your life verse is the year you were born. But there's a couple problems with that. Because if you were born in 19-something, which I, I think all of us were, uh, unless you're younger, um, maybe the 1800s, maybe. But unless you were born in 19-something, uh, when you go to the 19th chapter of every book of the Bible, um, some don't even have 19 chapters, all right? And the highest verse is, I looked this up, Joshua chapter 1951. So if you were born after 1951, guess what? No life verse for you, okay? But I've heard this. They gotta, everyone has a life verse, okay? This is how I hear from the Lord. I got a life verse. And there's so many other things I've heard. Well, this is how I hear from, okay, well, there are more mature ways to hear from the Lord, um, because I thought about it, if you were born in 1935, Genesis 1935 says they got drunk and slept with him. <laughs> so imagine if that was your life verse. <laughs> that was, uh, there's also, what, it, it is what it is. Well, it is what it is. Whatever will be, will be. No, that's not, no. Because whatever you chose doesn't mean that's what God wanted you to do. He gave you a free will, but not whatever is is whatever is. Sometimes you make a decision, and you make a bad decision. Okay? So not whatever is is whatever is, and that's... No, 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 no. That's how God speaks to me. So I got three easy ways I personally hear from God right here. Okay? I'm hammering this in. We've been talking about this a lot these last few weeks. This last month, because as we're getting ready to go into life groups, I'm praying that you're already preparing before the game. Matter of fact, who, don't raise your hand, but who is going? Who's making an effort to go to a life group? Amen. Amen? Who's making an effort to go to a life group? It's only once a week. Who, who's making an effort to go to a life group? Remember I said we, we make time for what is valuable to us. Amen? Amen? Um, and, and again, if you're not able to go to a life group because of work or whatever, I pray to God you're making time to read his word, to pray. So three easy ways you can hear from God. Number one is his word. Somebody say his word. His word. Somebody say his word. his word. Oh, somebody say his word. his word. Thank you. His word. Whatever you're sensing, does it line up with the Bible? Well, I'm hearing from the Lord. He wants me to do this and this. And are you, yeah, well, you can always go to his word and make sure it lines up with his word. Um, because if it doesn't, you're making a bad choice. The Pharisees try to trap Jesus. They asked him a question, right? In Matthew, I believe it was chapter, I don't know, 17, 18, 19, somewhere in there. They asked Jesus in Matthew. They tried to trap Jesus. And what did Jesus say to the Pharisees? To the religious, to the ones who everyone saw and looked up to and said, these guys know what they're talking about. What did he say to them? He said, have you not read? That's what some of us need to be saying to the news. Have you not read? My God is bigger. Have you not read when the, when, when the family members come to you and try to trap you and try to talk to you about some theological stuff? Have you not read? When you know your word, before you make a decision, does it line up with God's word? Have you not read? Satan even tried to trap Jesus. Satan tried to tempt Jesus. And Jesus said, it is written. He could fall back on what? Wait, no, no. Wait, because it, 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 in, in the time, it looked good. This looks good. But it is written. So, does it line up with God's word? Psalms 119.105. Psalms 119.105. Your word is a lamp to my feet. Which, I gotta ask myself, if you're not even reading God's word, what lamp are you using? And a light to my path. Job 23.12. I have not departed from the commandment of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. Wow. That's convicting. This, this, this convicts me. You know, I always ask myself, how did Job, 
How did he go through all that and, 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 and persevere? Well, he, he says right here he treasures God's words more than his food, which tells me I, I think Job was pretty in shape. I don't think he was overweight, which convicts me, because you put the Bible in a chile relleno. Oh, I can't believe somebody said, oh, I can't believe pastor said that. Well, just look. I mean, gosh, I can't, I'm not going to lie. No, I treasure God's word more. But look what I'm trying to say here. He says, I treasure your words more than I treasure my necessary food. Not just food. Food that was necessary for him to survive. I treasure your words more. Can't go to Bible study tonight. We haven't had dinner yet. Can't go to church this morning. I'm just, we haven't eaten yet. I was hoping I'd get more than a little laugh from the back. I thought somebody at least say amen with me this morning. It's okay. It's too late. It's okay. His wisdom. Somebody say wisdom. His wisdom. James 1.5. His wisdom right here. If any of you lacks wisdom, which is me, I'll put, put myself right in the front, right there. Let him ask God, who gives it to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Proverbs 12, 15. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he who heeds counsel is wise. I love Proverbs 19, 21. There are many plans in a man's heart, nevertheless the Lord's counsel that will stand. So his wisdom, his ways, right here, his ways. Psalms 25, 4. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. Isn't that beautiful? Isaiah 55, 9. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my Ways higher than your ways, and my, a little early, a little early there, Matt, it's okay, than your thoughts. First John 2.16, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. 17. And the world is passing away. How you know the world's passing away? You know, I don't, I'm going to stop right there. What, I thought to myself, I was talking to, to my family. I was thinking, where, what would we do if we didn't have God in our lives? Where would we be? Like, what's there to life? What? This world is pa it's fading away. This world is passing away. And the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Amen. Amen. Abides forever. Proverbs 14, 12. There is a way that seems right to a man. There is a way that will seem right to you and me. But it's death. There is a way that seems right to a man, but the end is death. Matthew 7, 13, very popular scripture right here. Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go by, in, by, by it. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the which leads to life. And there are few. The few is, that's us, folks. That's us. The few. And people who we're praying for. Amen? The few who find it. So these are three ways God confirms his word. You want to know if it's God? You want to know if it's him? When it's in his word, 
the decision you're making is based off his wisdom and you're following his way. And his way is not always easy. I've heard somebody tell me once, well, I know it's God's will when I'm at peace with it. Now, I understand why they said that, and I've, I've, I've no, but not everything God wants you to do, you're going to be at peace with. Amen. Just because you don't feel butterflies and amazing about it, it doesn't mean it is or is not his will. Well, pastor, I feel so good. It's amazing. I mean, I have to work Sundays and, uh, you know, I'll be missing church, but man, I get a $5 raise. My, the devil, get, my boss gave me. Don't put money before God. Don't put career before God. Listen to me, kids. When you go get a job, you make sure you tell them, the Lord's day, Lord comes first. And they will tell you what they told me. They will say, well, then you can't work here. And you say, well, thank you for your time. And if it's God's will, they'll call you back and they'll say, you know what? Actually, we're thinking about it. Can you work maybe Sunday night after church? And that's up to you. You say, okay, maybe, maybe not. But I need to make sure I'm at church. And I got to keep the Sabbath day holy. I'll work Saturday all day long. I'll work Friday all day long. But I'm going to keep God's day. Remember what I'm saying right now, guys. And I promise you, you put God first. Satan won't stand in your way. He'll try to, but God will bless your decision. He'll honor that, I promise, okay? Hear me, kids? You guys hear me? I know you're tired. I know it's been a long weekend, okay? By the way, you guys rock, man. But I'm telling you, listen to me. It's only, what, it's only four years from now, five years from now. Can you believe that? They're going to be getting jobs three, four years from now. I mean, some of them are already working in the cafe, and they're doing a fabulous job. Amen? Amen? But mark my words, keep God first, and he will honor that. Amen. Not every decision we make is going to be easy. He says, narrow is the way, difficult is the way. So, I want to just run through these real quick, fall back to basics. Number one, set up an appointment. Set up an appointment with God this week. Say, God, it's me and you. Tuesday at 6 o'clock, it's me and you, Lord. Be still and worship him. Pray and read. Listen and write. Who listens to worship music? You know? Uh, you, you go in your car. You, it work, put that worship music on. But, but set some time aside. Be still. Listen to, listen to the word and, and, and read his word. Set some time aside. Prepare yourself. Listen and write. Five, priority. It's in you. You learn. Mature. You say, Pastor, how do I know God's speaking to me? How do I know this is God? Well, his word, his wisdom, and his ways. Can somebody say amen? Amen. amen. I know it's a lot, church, but I'm just, I'm really, I'm really hoping, my, my prayer is that we all can be united yeah. in one accord together as a family. Yeah. Um, as we go into fall, we got Christmas coming. Christmas is coming. Can somebody say amen? I'm so excited. And, I, and I'm excited, I, you know, I'm, this is not part of my sermon, but I'm so excited we'll be doing, uh, we'll be doing, um, we'll be doing a Christmas play, and it'll be our, uh, yes, I'm so excited, and uh, God is going to use that, but fall preparation, prepare your hearts, folks, for what's coming, and I'm not just talking about as what's coming, like, I'm talking about what's coming spiritually and physically, this world, we don't know which way we're headed, but you know what? As long as God is in our lives, he will take care of us. Amen. Just like he did in 2020. Can somebody say amen? amen? Just like he did in 20. Amen. Let's bow our heads this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy and grace, <coughs> for your abundant love, for your power, for your salvation. Hallelujah. You're here this morning. You say, Pastor, I'm not right with the Lord. He's not living in my heart. He's not in my life. You know, just, just coming to church is a, is a step of obedience. It's an amazing thing just to come into his house. Say, Lord, I'm here. And uh, it's a beautiful thing to be in his house. But there are a lot of people that go to church. And people I've known who've gone to church all their life, but yet they're far from God. Because the Lord is not living in their heart. He's not in them. And so 
and you're here this morning and say, Pastor, I'm not right with God. Jesus is not living in my heart. I want to be saved. I want to be saved. If you were to die today, I said, if you were to die today, where would you spend eternity? I caught news, I caught news just yesterday, a good, somebody very close to us many years ago who's only 50 years old, 55 years old, I passed away, just died. We don't know our day, we don't know our hour, we don't know our time, but we will all make that appointment. I want to encourage you this morning. I want to encourage you, give your life to God. Give your life to God. Life is too short. Surrender to Him. We may never see you again. You may be visiting this morning, you're watching online, you may never see me, just give God your life. Surrender to Him. And plant yourself into a, into a church. Plant yourself that you may grow. Amen. Um, you're here this morning and say, Pastor, I'm not right with God. I want to receive Jesus. No one's looking around. All heads bowed, all eyes closed. In respect to your neighbor and to God, you just lift your hands. Say, Pastor, pray for me. Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. God sees that hand. Anybody else? God sees that hand. Honest hearts. Amen. Honest hearts. Thank you, Lord. Anyone else? Anyone else? God sees that hand. Thank you, sister. Thank you. Hallelujah. You can put your hand down. Thank you, sister. Thank you for your honesty. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. You're watching online this morning. You're not right with the Lord. Wherever you're at. You're at home. You're in your car. Don't matter. You say, I want to give my life to Christ. Just, you just raise your hand right now. Hallelujah. Let's all stand to our feet this morning. We're going to pray. our heads this morning. You raised your hand. You want to pray with me. Do it right now. You want to humble yourself. I mean, you know, God loves a humble heart. He resists the proud. You hear this morning, you got pride in your heart. You're proud. You're ticked off. You're upset. You don't want to be here. Lord, have mercy on you. God loves a humble heart. If you're watching online, remember what God loves a humble heart. A humble heart. Humble yourself before the Lord this morning. Pray with me. Say, dear Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Come into my heart. Come into this life that you gave me that is precious in your eyes. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Thank you for, ra for, for raising yourself on the third day. And thank you, you say, you're coming back for me. I give you my heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Can we give the Lord a clap offering this morning? Amen. <laughs> hallelujah. 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 Well, church, I, you know, First off, I just want to give God praise because three people gave their life to Jesus this morning. Amen. And, uh, and, and maybe some of you this morning, maybe you recommitted your life. You recommitted your heart. Um, but I also want to give God praise too because I, um, we had a, a dear family, a, a, lovely, a lovely family come to church a few weeks ago. We had the, um, the back-to-school outreach, right? And my prayer was, Lord, give us, give us fruit. We want fruit. Because I, how many know, I, 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 it's, it's not just, you know, a lot of churches, I'll just be honest with you, and we can put ourselves in the mix. They do these things for the events, they, 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 do, things, they do events for the community, and then it's like, okay, and once it's done, it stays there, and it's like, okay, now it's our turn just to have our church. Okay, we're going to serve the community, here's a little candy, and then okay, then we never see anybody come back to church. I said, Lord, give us fruit. We want fruit. We want fruit. Any ministry that we do from our bowling team, we want fruit. And by the way, Brother Ron, you can testify to this, God has given us fruit. Every ministry that we do, Lord, we want fruit. We want this to be fruitful. After we did the back-to-school 
a family came to church that next Sunday with like five, ki- five boys, I believe. It was amazing. They called, they called us and they, they, they told us, they said, we might come back. We're, 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 we're going to go check out another church and we'll see where God's leading us. And I said, that's fine. Praise God. Go where God's leading you. They called me this week and said, Pastor, God has called us to home church. I want to give God praise. And they said, and we, we, we want to serve. What do you need? And I said, well, that's amazing. We require faithfulness first. I'm excited you want to serve. That's amazing. But, but be, be faithful. You know what I'm saying? Be faithful to church. Let's get to know each other. Let's see what's going on. And they're going to come this morning. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then I thought I was doing something wrong because I told him, I said, you know, we'd like a, a good three to six months of, you know, faithfulness to church before you serve in ministry. And I thought I was being a little harsh. They said, no, that's, that's amazing. You know, years ago, we remember we went to church and you, you had to be there for a year before you did anything. And when you did something, you had to go clean the bathrooms or serve out in the parking lot. I said, they made you serve in the parking lot? She said, yes, for a whole year. So I thought I was being harsh, but how many of you know we need faithfulness? I don't care how good somebody comes up and sings. I had a guy come to me a couple weeks ago. He said, Pastor Carlos, I can rock the guitar. He goes, how long have you been playing? He goes, that's a beautiful Gibson you got. I said, oh, thank you. He said, I can rock. They used to call me Elvis. I'm like, dang, okay. He said, what do you need? Let me know. I said, well, just be faithful to the house of the Lord. Can we start there? Never saw him since. You can keep your talents and gifts. God wants faithfulness. And God can take somebody who's faithful who's willing to be faithful in a little, and he said, if you're faithful in a little, I will make you faithful of much. But if you can't be faithful in a little, you won't be faithful of much. And if I'm going to be faithful in anything, I'm going to be faithful with God, not the world. But if I'm faithful with God, I'll be faithful even in my other duties. Can somebody say amen? Amen. amen. It all starts from the top. Sorry, I'll, I'll shut up. Okay, here we go. Let's pray. Let's pray. Brother Mike, blue shirt, why don't you come bless us please this morning, hallelujah, let's bow our heads this morning as our brother blesses us as we dismiss, thank you. Father God, yeah, Father God, we thank you for today's service, the message, for everyone out there that it hit your heart. Give praise to the Lord. Yeah. When we walk out today, we have you in our hearts. And all through the week, we try to make sure that it is you that we go to with all of our troubles. And that we know that you're our Savior. Amen. 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 Be blessed. Be blessed. Thank you, church. Appreciate you.